I'm Rick Katchke, and this is the Catered Quiz. Today's contestant, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the account executive at WMSC, Mitch DeSantis. Now, here is the Catered Quiz. All right, welcome to another episode of the Catered Quiz. Today, we are joined by Mitch DeSantis. Mitch, thank you so much for being on the Catered Quiz. A a different DeSantis in the media sphere for uh, once this uh, last four years. There are similarities, same last name, and also you also wear boots all the time that make you like four inches taller, right? (laughs) Uh, that is the other thing that uh, Ron and I have in uh, common is boots. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, Mitch, you are someone I have known for a few years and just always love your enthusiasm. You're the first person that ever made me feel like a minor celebrity because you, you'd said, hey, I saw you on VCR Party Live. And I found out that you're very much into trivia and in particular, there's a big trivia event you do every year. I would love to hear more about it. Sure. So uh, I grew up in central Wisconsin. I was very much a public radio, public media kid. I was a PBS kid. Listening to live radio, taking a cassette, recording live radio, and then when the DJ would come on, you'd pause it, and then I would record my own five-year-old segues between songs. So growing up, there was a station, once I was a teenager, in, in Wassa. Uh, called WWSP 90 FM, UW-Stevens Point College radio station. And if the weather was just right, I could pick it up in my car. And it was the only source for alternative independent music that I could find uh, growing up. So uh, all throughout uh, high school, this was the only station that I played in my car. Um, That station has a long tradition of hosting uh, their biggest fundraiser every April. Uh, it is dubbed the world's largest trivia contest. It is going on its um, 54th year uh, this year, um, but at 54 straight hours, um, starting at 6 p.m. on a Friday night and not ending until midnight on a Sunday, it is constant trivia. It is a marathon and I have played obsessively in this contest for over 10 plus years, and I have never even cracked the top 150 teams. <laughs> <laughs> and it's coming up again, right in April. Yes, uh, it's going to be April 12th, 13th, and 14th. The history of the contest was, um, you know, it started as a fundraiser at the station. Um, I'm going to make a long story somewhat short. There's this uh, character named uh, Jim the Oz Oliva. Um, he was a Saturday morning radio staple to this day and has been on um, since the early 70s in Stevens Point. They call him the Oz because he writes all of the questions to this contest up until about two years ago. He actually handed the torch off to a, a gentleman named uh, David Cold, uh, Coldhorse. It is eight questions an hour. Uh, you get the duration of two songs to answer the questions. You have to call into the station to a phone bank of roughly about 20, 25 people. Um, you give them a four-digit ID. Uh, you give them your your answer to the question that's being read on air, and that's it. They hang up the phone. They mark it down on a piece of paper, and then they hand it down the line. A person will come pick it up. 
bring it to another room full of like three to four people on computers and they have spreadsheets that are just keeping track of everybody's points throughout the weekend. You get nothing. You get a trophy. It's <laughs> you get to hold on to it for a year. It's like the Stanley Cup. You don't even really get to keep the trophy. <laughs> it's all for namesake and fun. Excellent. Well, you're here. It's time for the catered quiz. You might be familiar with the rules, but I'm going to read them again. So how the show works is you have provided me a few topics, and I picked from the topics provided the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the director Edgar Wright, and I built a catered quiz. And how it works is there's going to be two rounds. Uh, we'll do a round each, and I will ask, there's basically five, but there's one bonus question, so it is six questions. So it'll be a 10-point question, a 20-point question, a 30-point question, a 40-point question, and a 50-point question with a 10-point bonus question on the first one. And you are playing for money because the points are worth pennies. So you could potentially win a lunch-changing amount of money today. So after those two rounds, we'll take a short break. We come back, and there are two final questions. The first is the doubler, and the doubler is a risk-free way to try to double your points. So if you get it right, let's say you have 100 points, you get the doubler right, boom, you have 200 points. You get it wrong, you still have 100 points. Then, after the doubler comes the required risk, where you must wager at least one point. So if you have 100 points, you could risk 99 and end up with one point if you get it wrong. But if you get it right, you'd end up with 199. Does that make sense, Mitch? I, I got it. That sounds great. So, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Edgar Wright, which topic would you like to do first? You know what? Uh, let's start with Edgar Wright. All right. Edgar Wright, one of my favorite filmmakers as well. So this was a pleasure to write, no pun intended. Tell me, how did you get into Edgar Wright? Before I tell you, can I ask you one quick question? Did you work in a movie theater and or video store growing up? I worked at Blockbuster Video, yeah. I worked at a Marcus Theaters for years. I was like, yeah, with similar cuts of cloth. <laughs> yeah, 2002 to 2006, I worked at Blockbuster, and that's where I met my wife. My job when I first started at Blockbuster, bitch, was probably the best thing I ever have done where I just got to walk around, make sure people weren't stealing and then help them find their movies. So they'd be like, Oh, I, there's a new Bill Paxton movie where uh, I'm like frailty. Yeah, that's the one. So uh, that's how I met my wife. She would come in on Friday nights with her friends and I thought she was cute. And after a year, no, almost two years of thinking she was cute. Turns out one of my coworkers uh, went to high school with her. So she asked for her number on my behalf. Oh, that's what, what assertiveness on my part. So. That's, that, that's great. Um, you know, for me, I was at a Marcus Theaters up in uh, Wassa for four years. And um, I always, you know, sometimes I, I tell my wife that, like, my dream job still is just ripping tickets at a movie theater. Like, I'm thinking that's my retirement gig. I'll go back to ripping tickets. Hopefully they don't have, well, they already do have robots that kind of do that, but hopefully I can find one that will let me do it still. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's where I first uh, got my love of Edgar Wright movies. And of course, every kind of movie I saw, just about everything. I would I would take off Saturdays from work just so I could come to work and watch movies from 
the day, it, you know, time it opened all the way until the time the theater closed. Um, my first uh, time seeing Shaun of the Dead was on DVD from Blockbuster, but I did have the joy of seeing Hot Fuzz in um, the, our smallest theater in the back 40, we called it, um, the weekend it came out. And I saw it with a, a couple of high school friends, and I don't think I've ever laughed harder in a movie theater experience until I saw The World's End a few years later <laughs> in 2013. So it's, uh, he's always been one of my favorites. I've always been attracted to um, absurd uh, humor, but he has that beautiful balance of absurd humor and just genuine genre uh, uh, appreciation too. There's genuine moments of Shaun of the Dead that is scary and uh, genuine moments of Hot Fuzz that are is just action-packed kick-assness. And then uh, a little both <laughs> of those things in the world's end. Excellent. So you ready to dive in for the catered quiz about Edgar Wright? All right. So question number one for 10 points, Mitch. Edgar Wright directed every episode of what TV show created by Simon Pegg and Jessica Stevenson? That would be Spaced. You are correct. You have 10 points. Now, the bonus question. How many episodes of Spaced were there oh boy uh i want to say it was i think it was three seasons and i want to say that it was oh gosh i want i feel like english tv was always shorter and tighter than american tv so i'm gonna guess that each season was probably like eight episodes and the last one was probably like something weird like a half season so 22 no it was two seasons 14 episodes total. Ah. That's okay. That's all right. You got the first one. You're on the board. I also remember it was like one of the first times I've ever seen like genuine nerd criticism of Phantom Menace. When Shaun of the Dead was coming out, my friend Tom and I were very interested in it. And so we got a region free hacked DVD player and imported the seasons of spaced and like, that was it. We were we were hooked. It's gonna be Edgar Wright. Be our like nursing home complaint when we're old. Back in my day, I would have to get a internationally pirated DVD player. <laughs> now for question two for twenty points. What actor performed as the voice in Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Bill Hader. Yes. If you need someone to say like a, a two, three word punch, Bill Hader's your guy. Fun fact, I went to a screening of a film called The Movie Orgy at the New Beverly Theater and Edgar Wright and Bill Hader arrived together. They saw the movie together. Well, A, I'm jealous of that interaction, but B, uh, I've only ever driven through L.A., um, but honestly, one of my few bucket list things is just seeing a movie at the New Beverly Um it's, I, I got to see it. I know Tarantino owns it now, right? He's just throw, showing his own 35 millimeter prints. Yeah, here's the crazy thing, Mitch. I went to that and I didn't know that he was involved in it. And so I got my seat at the theater, go into the lobby. Quentin Tarantino was there and I had a disposable camera with me. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going <laughs> to ask him. I'm going to go for it. And 
somebody was like, hey, Quentin, can I get a picture with you? And he's like, no, 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 I'm here to see a movie. If you want to talk movies, let's we can talk movies real quick, but I don't want to take any pictures and take away from Joe's night because it was Joe Dante who yeah. was there. And and so uh, I had a brief like, ah, I really like your movies, Quentin. Uh, uh, what's your favorite moment from a Joe Dante movie? And he said it was a, a little sequence from the film Piranha. So you have gotten question one right. You got question two right. You're at 30 points as we go to the 30-point question. That is question three. Now, question three is a this or that. You got a 50-50 shot here. I did not know that you worked in a movie theater, but you might have seen the theatrical version of this. So, Edgar Wright made the fake trailer Don't for Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez's Grindhouse. Did the trailer for Don't play before Planet Terror, or did it play before Death Proof? Yeah, you're talking to the right guy. I saw this in theaters like four times. Um, You know, obviously very problematic production company. Screw those people. But like one of the greatest theatrical experiences of all time. And it plays right before Death Proof. You got it. Yes. (laughs) That is one of the greatest theatrical cuts. And it's a shame that there's not like an actual DVD release. And there might be now, but. I, I have one that I think is important from somewhere where it is like the theatrical experience because when they put it out on DVD, it was separate releases and the cut of Death Proof is different. It has like more footage to it. It's like, no, 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 no. Give me what I experienced with like the jump cuts and missing reels. I loved it. I, I, I only saw it twice, but that was such a great experience and it was such a huge flop. Oh, I loved it. And, but yeah, yes, it was a huge flop, but uh, I saw it. <laughs> I was the target demographic, but too specific of a target demographic to make any money in Hollywood, I guess. <laughs> All right, Mitch, that was a uh, great. You are at 60 points as we move to question four. So question four is worth up to 40 points, but here's how it works. There are two answers here. Each answer is worth 20 points. If you get one right, you get 20 points. If you get them both right, you get 40 points. If you don't get either, you you get zero points. So while Edgar Wright did not direct these, what are two major studio movies that Edgar Wright is credited as being a writer for? So not, not films that he directed, but credited as a writer for these two major motion pictures. Well, I'm going to say Ant-Man is one. 20 points right there. Okay, now I'm going a different route. I'm thinking like the Sparks Brothers or, well, that's a documentary. And a film that he did not direct. Um, You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna have to fold this one. I have no idea. It's a Steven Spielberg film. Uh, have you seen it? It's called The Adventures of Tintin. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, that one slipped my memory. That's all right. I'll take the 20. So you got 20 points there on question four. And so you are at 80 points as we go into question five, which is the final question of this round. All right. Edgar Wright directed this 1995 Western comedy which has not yet been officially released in the United States. What is the name of the film? I haven't seen it, but I love the name. Uh, Fist Full of Fingers. 
You got it right. That is correct. So you have added 50 points to your score, and you are at 130 points. I will tell you, it's a messy movie, but you see the potential. But yes, it's a great title. A Fistful of Fingers. You got it right. Nice job. Thank you. I'm glad. I, I would love to see that. That's on my bucket list. All right. You ready to dive into round two now? Uh, yes. Okay. So round two, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, tell me, how did you get into Red Hot Chili Peppers? You know, growing up, I kind of just, I listened to a lot of classical music when I was like a kid kid. And then um, becoming a teenager is kind of roughly when By The Way came out. I know they're a divisive band and they're not, uh, they got a lot of lovers and a lot of haters, but that came out at a very formative time in my life. And I haven't loved every release since, but uh, uh, they, uh, they, they will always maintain a spot in my library. How many times have you seen the band live? Uh, actually only twice. Um, they played arenas both time, uh, times and, uh, truth be told, uh, arena shows aren't my favorite anymore. Um, I, I would love to see them again, maybe in an outdoor setting, but, um, these days I like a, I like a seat or an intimate setting that I can easily get in and out of. <laughs> see if you can pull some strings and have them do an in-studio when they tour this. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah, I'll see. <laughs> All right, here we go. Round two, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Question number one for 10 points. A reminder, you are at 130 points currently. So for 10 points for question number one, Give It Away and Under the Bridge appear on what album? Blood Sugar Sex Magic. That is correct. You got 10 points right there. But now on question one, there's always a bonus. So the bonus question for another 10 points. Weird Al did a parody of Give It Away and Under the Bridge. Combine them for a song, and what was that song called? I actually just showed this music video to my seven- and five-year-old nephew somewhat recently. Uh, I honestly almost should have picked Weird Al as my musician, because I've seen him five. I've seen Red Hot Chili Peppers twice. Uh, Yubba Dubba Doona. Or is that the parentheses? Like, that's the parentheses of the song. Is the song called Yubba Dubba Doo now or just City of Bedrock? It is Bedrock Anthem is the name of it. You you were dancing around it, but the true (laughs) name of the song, you know it, but you didn't say Bedrock Anthem in that order. Don't give me the points. I don't deserve them. Ten points there. You're at 140. As we go to question two, question two is worth 20 points. What cover was the final song the Red Hot Chili Peppers played in their Woodstock 99 set? Oh, Higher Ground? No, it was Fire. Oh, my God. That encouraged everybody to then set Woodstock 99 ablaze. All right, so you're still at 140 points as we move to question three, which is worth 30 points of this or that, a 50-50 shot. For question three, the Red Hot Chili Peppers appeared in the Simpsons episode, Krusty Gets Cancelled, which was the season finale of which Simpsons season? Is that season four or is that season five? I'm going to say I'm going to say season five. It's season four. Damn. <laughs> I, I, you, to be, sorry, you know, the term cancelled just means something else these days. When you said four and five, it threw me for a loop because I thought it was going to be something a little more recent. But, you know, they used to just cancel television shows. You know? <laughs> I get it now. 
All right, you're still at 140, and you are now at question four, where there are two answers here. Each one is worth 20 points. You can earn up to 40 points here in question four. So question four, two answers. Who produced the album Freaky Styly, and who was the producer for Californication? So we're talking producers here. Both of these names people would know. Who are the two producers? Freaky Styly was George Clinton from Parliament, uh, and then it would have been uh, Rick Rubin, I would assume, at that uh, the later point. Yes, one of the albums that Rick Rubin did. I think he did two others. But yes, you got both George Clinton and Rick Rubin right. You are at question five for this round. Question five is worth 50 points. You're at 180. Question five. In 2014... About a week before the band performed at halftime of the Super Bowl, the fake Red Hot Chili Peppers song Abracadabra California was released as a prank by what comedian? Have you heard this song? I have not. Oh. It sounds like a great parody. I mean, they're... The, the, I never said that they were great, uh, that Anthony Kiedis is a great lyricist by any means. Um, boy, uh, no lifelines in this, are, is there? I will say right. the first time I heard this song, I think it was on Comedy Bang Bang. Is it Edgar Wright? <laughs> is that your real guess? I'm going to say Edgar Wright because he's been a Comedy Bang Bang uh, guest. <laughs> He has been on Comedy Bang Bang. He did not do a Red Hot Chili Pepper right. song. It was John Daly. Of course. You listen to it. it. It is very, very much like a passable song. He had come up with a fake website where it was like oh, no. Red Hot Chili Peppers halftime show. And people at the time thought that it was a true RHCP <laughs> release. Very much of a artist subjective. You can laugh at my band. I'll laugh at your band. I got to be willing to take some punches. So not as good around with Red Hot Chili Peppers as it was with Edgar Wright, but you are at 180 points, and we will be right back after a quick break to do the doubler and the required risk. Hey, everybody, it's Rick Hatchke here with the Catered Quiz, just taking a moment as the team here at the show sets up for the doubler and the required risk. Mitch has a lot of events Coming up, but one of them in particular is happening very soon on Leap Day. The show is called Laughing Track Cinema. It'll be at the Laughing Tap. And I'll have Mitch talk a little bit more about what the show is. If you're interested after he explains it, you can get tickets at laughingtap.com. All right, we're all set for the final two questions. Let's go back and see how Mitch does with the doubler and the required risk. We are back. And Mitch, it is time for you to make one of two major decisions you're going to have. The first major decision is which topic would you like to do for the doubler? Would you like to do Red Hot Chili Peppers or Edgar Wright, knowing that the topic you do not select will be for the required risk? Let's go with Edgar Wright on the doubler. So you're at 180 points. This would double you and you'd be at 360. I just flipped to a different question for a different episode. So I was just about to ask you a Seinfeld question. That did not seem right. All right, 
180 points to get to 360. Edgar Wright directed the music video for what Beck song? Oh my gosh. This is when I don't like, I remember like the name. I, I remember the, the, how the tune goes, but I always forget the name of the song. Um, Colors? Is that what the name was? It is Colors. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, come on. I like to tell people my mind works on dial up internet speed sometimes. So (laughs) we get there. Yes. So, yes, you got that right. It is Colors. You have doubled from 180 to 360. I could see you were moving the hands. You were doing the dance. I was doing the dance. You, You were surrounded by people in very colorful suits making unique formations around you. So you had the whole thing. It just took you a moment to click with colors. It's a great music video. It is. It is. Very well in the Edgar Wright category. The only thing that you missed there, I think, was the Adventures of Tintin, right? Correct. Oh, and then and then the episodes of Space, too. Ah, but correct. otherwise, a very strong showing for Edgar Wright. So, Mitch, you find yourself at 360 points as we head in to the required risk. Now, the other thing that you are playing for, Mitch, is to earn a spot at the end of the year into the tournament of high scores. So the top three scores from this season will make it in where someone will be crowned the catered quiz champion. You have 360. How many would you like to wager Well, you know what? Let's do 250. Okay. So to jump from 360 all the way to 610, if you get this right. If you don't, you drop down to 110. So 500 point variance on the line here. Let me flip to the Red Hot Chili Peppers question. I'm not going to ask you that Seinfeld question. All right, Mitch. The state of Wisconsin is mentioned in what Red Hot Chili Peppers song? Um, something, yes, I could in the woods of Wisconsin, huh? Um, around the world. It is around the world. You got it right. Congratulations. You're at 610 points, the current high score for the catered quiz. Mitch, in addition to winning 610 points, you also won 610 pennies. That's $6.10 coming your way today. I will only need another $2 to get myself a full meatball sub at Gloriosos. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rick. This is amazing. Now, you also have the opportunity right now to tell us about anything you want. This is your opportunity to plug and let people know what you're up to, what they should do, what they should check out. Sure, sure. Uh, well, my name is Mitch DeSantis. I, I work at WMSE. I'm a fundraiser and an occasional talking head on the radio there. Um, we have some really great events coming up. We always have a monthly Friday night freak show cult film series that we screen at the Time Cinema. Um, we also have our Rockabilly Chili, the 22nd annual WMSE Rockabilly Chili fundraiser. That is April 7th at the Kern Center. Um We did a really cool series with Milwaukee comedy and Milwaukee 
record um, called Laugh Track Cinema. It's a celebration of Wisconsin-made uh, cinema. And uh, truth be told, we're kind of just doing a hyper-localized version of uh, MST3K uh, riff tracks live in person with local comics. And February 29th, we will be screening 2009's Made in Milwaukee movie Guardians by the director Drew Maxwell. Uh, it's currently sitting at like a... Uh, three stars out of 10 on IMDb and on Letterboxd. One review said this movie has more problems than a MacBook. I love that review. However, once again, like uh, I, I give uh, the director uh, a local shout out. He made a movie. I went to film school and came out of it with nothing. So uh, I'm mad props to anyone who can make a movie. Um, we're going to have some local comedians lightly roasted. And uh, would if you're local, we'd love for you to join. Lastly, I want to just promote my old college radio station, WWSP. If you like trivia, um, Trivia 54 is going to be happening April 12th, uh, 13th, and 14th. You do not have to be in Stevens Point to play. Uh, we usually have over 400 teams from around the world that play. There's a usually a handful of teams that are out of the country, and there's people that play from everywhere. It's an incredibly joyous time. If you're a Milwaukee local, the event that I would compare it most to, even though it's not anything like it at all at the same time, is the River West 24. It has the same spirit. Well, excellent, Mitch. Thank you so much for being on the Catered Quiz. And who knows, maybe I will see you in the Tournament of High Scores. Only time will tell. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you, Rick. So there you have it. A brand new leader for the Tournament of High Scores, Mitch DeSantis is now in first place, Elise Bartel is in second with 510 points, and Joe Pickett is now in third with 501. Joe McAdam, with his one point, has been eliminated from contention. We still have dozens more competitors on this season of the Cater Quiz. Keep listening and tell your friends about the show. Thanks for your support. Have a good one.